here and continuing with you live over here from the CBS Community Club of Summers in Philadelphia. And uh, we are in Der Hashem over here on Yom Shlishi, Tuesday. Yom Shahuch Babalaki Toiv, the day of the double toiv and a uh, double dose of all that is good. And indeed, indeed, we should get at least a double, if not a triple or quadruple or quintuple dose today of all that's good in this critical uh, you know, election day over here <clears throat> in Eretz Yisrael, over here where we're davening for them over there in Eretz Yisrael. So they need a lot of Yeshua's, a lot of Siyat Shemai, all the Kitoiv and Kitoiv should come down, should come raining down today. And for us here in the States, in Somerton, Philadelphia, and everyone in Artsai Sabris next week, we have election day also on Yeshua, Kitoiv should be double dose of Kitoiv for us over here as well. Uh, but let's get back to Derech Hashem. We are in in the middle of Beis, Dalad Beis, Beis in the middle of Doivev, Sifsei Yeshenim, and the Ramchal is characterizing for us the difference between Torah study and all other mitzvahs, Talmud Torah, and and mitzvah performance. And he told us that what makes Torah study unique and different than all other mitzvahs <coughs> is that which. Torah itself is this construct, this device that Akash Baruch Hu created in creating the world, and it's that singular construct and 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 creation, which allows one via interfacing with Torah to interact and interface and interlock with the closest substance that one can possibly get to God Himself. Right, we we can never be actually with Hashem Himself because then we cease to exist, and Hashem is infinite and we're finite. It's a, a gap that cannot be bridged entirely. The Torah is what allows us, in our finite form, in our physical form, in our Eilam Haza Dika form, to get as close as we can possibly to the Rebbeinu, because that's what the Torah is. One nano. Ruchni particle removed from the Rebbeinu But once it's removed, it's removed, but one nanoparticle removed. Um, that's what gives the Torah its auspicious properties and powers and abilities to raise, elevate, illuminate, um, and uh, allow us to bond with HaKadosh Baruch more so than everything else. So now we continue with that, and continuing on that note, Ramchal is going to tell us that learning itself, you know, again, in this paragraph, he's categorizing and organizing and structuring all the information for us. Learning itself breaks down to two types of learning. There's two types of learning that one can do. The Indians and Mishtal that's what we're up to, about one-third of the way through this paragraph. This concept of Torah study uh, works in one of two ways. Reading and not reading and writing, uh, reading and meditating, reading and cogitating, reading and, and thinking. Let's see. There's two types of Torah study. One is just pronouncing, higain, pronouncing, reading, speaking, and one is haschala, thinking. As we've mentioned, in creating the Torah, this interface and construct called Torah, Rebbeinu begins with assembling the Torah through various words, letters, combinations of sentences, and oisius, 
Shem Klal, Chamishu Chomshei Torah. That's the, the sum total of which is Chamishu Chomshei Torah. That's this, this system that Akash Baruch Hu put together by just stringing letters together and words and sentences. V'achareyem, and beyond that, after the Chamishu Chomshei Torah, V'madrega Nevi'im Uksuvim, we have on a lower level, we have the prophets, and below that we have the writings, Nevi'im and Ksuvim, the three sections of Torah Shebech of the written law. Hashem connected and infused the the this 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 uh, you know the sentences, words, letters, and how they're they're assembled, how they're all built and put together. Rebbeinu infused all that with this hashpa, this radiance, this property of this existence of Torah itself, which is that existence, which is one nanoparticle removed from Rebbeinu That is what is there in the full range of Torah, Nevim, and Ksuvim. It represents that existence. But Oifen, which results in the following, that what comes out of that, when a person opens up a Chumash, which we do not have on the table right now, but let's, oh, we have examples of Chumash over here. A person opens up a Chumash and reads for himself, Person reads Psukim from the Torah. He's reading, pronouncing letters, words, sentences, and information, which is what God's own composition. These letters, words, sentences, and how the whole thing is assembled and built. He's reading the content, which is God's content, something that was authored by God Himself. Authored by God uttered by God and infused by God with godliness. And when I just read these words, I read these words, <clears throat> that pulls down and infuses me, therefore, with the radiance, the energy, and all the kayach that Hashem put in these words, all of the Hashemness that are in those words. With the condition, that this pronouncing, recital, saying these words, speaking out these sentences, saying this information, has to be done the right way, the right conditions have to be met within the, 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 the framework that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has established. You have to do this. Like we will write. Now what is he referring to? I mean, if they're Hashem's words, it's Hashem's words. Hashem's information, it's Hashem's information. What does it mean that I have to say it in the right way with the right conditions being met? So that means I have to be in the right state of Readiness, uh, the environment has to be in the correct state of readiness. I have to be in a proper state of purity. My environment does. We all know that there's places that you're not allowed to say Torah. You're not allowed to read Torah. That's what the Ramchal is referring to. There's places where you can't read Torah. And there's people who cannot say Torah. Right? And if I do that, then I'm not allowing the Kedusha of the Torah to come into me because I'm saying in a place that's in opposition to that Kedusha. Lamashal, you know, a, a place where there's a lot of garbage, putrid smelling things lying around, soiled uh, diapers, infant clothing, and things like that. The bathroom, bathroom's place, you can't say turn in the bathroom. You say turn in the bathroom with the Ramchal saying it's not going to affect you, it's not going to do anything for you. A person has to be in the correct state of bodily purity to be able to read Torah, to say Torah. Um, and if he's not, again, the Torah is not going to have any influence on him. That's a, that's a fascinating thought, right? So on the one hand, the Ramchal is saying, the Tershav that's Hashem's information. These are Hashem's words. Hashem assembled these words and 
part and parcel of the assembly process, the composition is putting the letters and the words and the sentences together in the right combination that it's infused with Hashem's holiness and Hashem's essence. So these words, when I'm reading them and when I'm not reading them, they're infused with Hashem's essence and holiness. Nevertheless, sometimes when I read them, that holiness and, 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 and infusion of godliness will be infused into me, and sometimes it won't, and it depends on the circumstances if I met all the right conditions. If I'm saying in a place where I'm not allowed to say it, what prevents the holiness from the words from coming into me is this, the environment is, as we said, in opposition to holiness. It's an environment which is in conflict with that, so the environment blocks the holiness from transferring into me. It's a, like a barrier, a buffer, barrier. Can't pass into me because this is an environment that's pushing the holiness out of the environment. If I myself am in a state of, of impurity, and we're not just talking about the mikvah, you know, everyone knows the idea of going to the mikvah, but, you know, that's not mandatory anymore, going to the mikvah before one learns Torah. You know, if one is in a state of, of uh, uh, impurity, um, of, of Toma, definitely going to the mikvah to, to be in a state of tahara enhances the transfer, but not failing to go to the mikvah does not impede the transfer because it's not mandatory. Um, but a person has to be, you know, physically in the state of uh, readiness. If he's physically unclean, if he's physically unclean, he can't learn Torah, right? person uh, has an urge to use the restroom, he's not allowed to learn Torah, can't say these words. So again, if he's in an environment externally or internally that's a conflict to Hashem's holiness, that, that blocks the transfer from taking place. But when he's not in a state of conflict, just by reading these words, everybody say, that's godliness. So I'm pronouncing it here in public. We just, just brought godliness to the room. We brought godliness into our audience. We just effected a transfer of godliness to each and every one of us by, by, by saying those words because that's God's words. It's God's content. And what does it mean, God's words? It means there's godliness in those words. Godliness in those words. Hashem's words are different than our words. Our words are, you know, a dime a dozen. We're very, we're very um, imprecise and and um, and uh, indiscriminate, indiscriminate with our speech. Um, the rebellion of speech doesn't just represent Hashem being very discriminatory and accurate and 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 um, careful with the speech. It represents, again, this. Godliness in Hashem's essence, one nanoparticle outside of Hashem. It's Hashem himself, so to speak, captured in those words, um, as much as is possible in the realm uh, that's outside of Hashem. So when I say Hashem's words, when I'm saying Hashem's words, I'm absorbing that, and I'm part of that transfer process, and it's 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 spilling over into me. Let's pause for a moment and really appreciate what this means. That means Rabbi Yisai, Tarshibich Sav is Hashem's content, Hashem's information, Hashem's words that Hashem composed in, 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 in descending levels of, of uh, closeness to the source. There's three levels of Torah, Torah, Nevi'im, and Ksuvim. And the higher up we go, the closer we are to the source because the more it's coming directly from the Rebbeinah Shalalim, that's Chamisha Chum Shetar, these are Hashem's words. Nevi'im is, we had that in the third parak, is Hashem granting and gifting Navua to the Navim. It's Hashem's words now being said through the Navi's mouth. So that's one level down because no longer it's Hashem's 
words, Hashem's content, Hashem's information, but it's being expressed through Yecheskel's mouth, through Yeshaya's mouth, through Yermio's mouth, and then Ksuvim is it's the the author's mouth and the author's words, but being guided and influenced by Hashem's Ruach HaKodesh. So it's vital Hashem's content, but in, in, to a lesser degree. But what that means is like this. Being that those words and those, 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 the, 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 the sentences, the letters, the combinations, the combinations, permutations are all godly essence and godliness. Just say, saying them, saying the words, and we're going to see this straight out soon, but it's can I just speak this out now? Just saying these words, saying the words of the written law, which is Hashem's words, Hashem's content, Hashem's authorship, without any understanding. Even I have no idea what I'm saying. I have no idea what I'm saying, but if I'm saying it and, and, and the environment is suitable, the environment is a clean environment, it's a holy environment even, I'm right now good, clean, maybe even holy. Even if I have no idea what I'm saying, I'm absorbing godliness and I'm being elevated and I'm being, I'm being, I'm being infused with, with godliness. I'm getting closer to the creator, closer to the king. I am grabbing on, as it were, to his clothes. You know, I'm, 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 I'm have them in my clutches. I'm holding the Rebani Shalalim's frack when I'm saying Chumash. I'm, I'm doing Shnai Mikra. You don't have no idea what you're saying in Shnai Mikra. You're still in touch with 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 this with this with this radiance. Tehillim. You know, people say Tehillim. Tehillim, we know about the powers of Tehillim. We know about the auspicious properties of saying Tehillim. And these properties are real and true and present even when you have no idea what you're saying. You're just saying Tehillim, without having any idea what you're saying, but you're saying Hashem's words, words that were written by David Amelch through divine guidance of Hashem, that still makes them Hashem's content, Hashem's information, Hashem's words, again, to a lesser degree than Chumash, but the understanding still does not is not a requirement in, in getting that um, infusion, in getting that connection, in getting being that next rung on the ladder of just extending godliness through content, through Torah, into something else. It goes directly into me. Now, does that mean, does that mean that there's therefore no difference between learning Chumash with no understanding and learning Chumash with an understanding, saying to him without any understanding, saying to him with an understanding? There's certainly a very marked difference between the two, and we'll see that in a moment coming up. But even though there may be a difference between Torah Shabbat with understanding and Torah Shabbat without understanding, any Involvement with Torah Shabbat, even with any any understanding whatsoever, is conferring upon me holiness and godliness and kedusha. And that's an amazing, amazing idea. So this is God's content. This is God's information. That's what Torah Shabbat is. Okay, so that's Higayin. That's what the Ramchal means. It's two categories in Talmud Torah: Higayin and Haskalah. Higayin is speaking, pronouncing, and Haskalah is thinking and understanding. We'll see that momentarily. The Higayin gives me connection to Torah just by speaking the words, just by saying the words. But let's point out something critical, a, a, a caveat over here. Although it's true that when it comes to speaking words of Torah, you're getting godliness, you're getting holiness, you're getting elevated and sanctified and, and, and brought closer to God by just saying words of Torah without any understanding whatsoever, this is a principle that only exists with Torah Shebichsab, as it was clear in the Ramchal. The Ramchal is very careful to only extend this principle to the three sections of the written law. Torah, Nevim, and Ksuvim. That's the only place where we say speaking the words without any understanding is, is, is connecting me to Torah. 
Tersh Baal this principle is not true, does not exist. This does not, does not hold for Tersh Baal If somebody would take a Gemara, and somebody would take a Gemara, and just read through page after page after page after page, even if he knows the right niggin, and if he knows the right, you know, the sing-song, sing-along of how the Talmud goes, right? He was, he just has the word, says the word, and, you know, he has that, you know, a person's learned long enough that part of him can be developed uh, autonomously, that you can kind of, you know, know the, where the period's going, where the commas go, and know the right niggin. But if there's no processing going on, and it's only words of Mishnayis, words of Gemara, words of Mishnabrura, and your just mouth is working, and the gears are spinning, that's not connected to the engine, not connected to the mind, there's no understanding, there's no processing, that's not called learning. And there's no connection to God over there. There's no godliness, there's no holiness, there's no consecration. Saying these words is fundamentally different than saying these words. The words of Tarsha uh, Baal as we said, that gives me Kedusha without any understanding. The words of Tarsha Baal gives me zero Kedusha when there's zero understanding. But isn't the Torah um, isn't the Talmud, like, let's say, based on something that we got from the 1,000%. Isn't that like, a, there's, no, there's no segue of... All of the Talmud is an explanation for all of Tarshabah. All of Tarshabah Peh did explain everything that's in Tarshabah Peh. However, critical difference like this. These are Hashem's words. These are not Hashem's words. These are our words. These are the sages' words. These are the words of the sages explaining. <clears throat> These being their Hashem's words, their Hashem's content, there's godliness in the words itself, themselves, with or without understanding. But is there godliness in the content? It's certainly in the context also. That's why I said but that 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 you get content, a connection though. with God just by merely saying them, and the more you understand them, then the, the, you're, you're increasing. You're certainly upping it and increasing, upgrading your, your connection to the godliness. Here, the godliness is only in on the on, in the intellectual, only in the realm of understanding. The words themselves; these are not words that were chosen by God, not directly, not not indirectly. These are words. These are the sages speaking to us. This is, you know, the, the, the Gemara is essentially just a transcript of conversations that happened in the, in the base measure of Ravina and Ravashi, Abayin Rava, Rav Kiva, Rav Tarfin, Rav Gamliel. It's records of them analyzing Tarshavich Sav. But it's their words, meaning that it's their words. The godliness only lies in the content, not in the written word. And I'm only accessing the content when I'm understanding. So there is a, you know, again, a, 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 a very basic and fundamental difference here between Torah Shabbat and Torah Shabbat. And that's why the Ramchal, when he was explaining all this, he said, whether it's Torah and Nevi'im or Ksuvim, but there he stopped. He stopped over there. He didn't go beyond Ksuvim. The three sections of Torah Shabbat are the three sections where the content is God's content. The words are God's words. And the words themselves are infused with God's essence, as it, as it were, so to speak. And that's the words themselves confer Kedusha. So Tehillim, the Yid can say Tehillim without any understanding of what he's saying, and that elevates him. That 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 makes him holy. It's a Tehillim Yid is a holy Yid, right? Tehillim Yid, he's a holy Jew. He's connected with God all day long. Someone who says Shnai Mikra, he's connected with the Rebbeinu through those Psukim, even if he doesn't know what he's saying. Even if he doesn't know what he's saying. Someone who just zips through Gemaras and he doesn't know what he's saying, he's not really connecting to anything. And there's a, a question, you know, there are, there are, there are, let's say, societies within Judaism where you see people doing this sometimes and that people have a minig to do this. Minig, a messiah maybe even. It, it's it's, it's um, a, a, 
practice, which you know is a difficult practice to try to to try to defend, and there may be shaky sources that maybe can be interpreted as 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 uh, saying that you know you read a Gemara even without understanding it, it's still doing something to you. But the pashtus is that it's not doing anything for you, and that you're gaining much, 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 much more. A Jew is gaining infinitely more by breaking his head and breaking his teeth and breaking his nose over one line in a Mishnah, spending one hour trying to understand one line in a Mishnah, than spending one hour reading through, you know, 50 pages of Gemara without any understanding. So although, you know, you sometimes do see that out there, but it's it's something that it's hard to really... Um, Uh, you know, figure out what exactly is going on with that. And the Pashtus definitely is Tersh Pep. It's not God's words. It's the words of the, those interpreting God's words. Here, it's the content that's that's Torah, <coughs> not the words that are Torah. And the content is where all the action is. So the more I'm getting into the content, the more I'm actually involved in learning. When I'm involved in learning, definitely I'm getting the rebunch from the chef and radiance, but it's it's the understanding. Okay, and we're going to see that right now as we continue through this paragraph. Yes, Stan. Uh, what about davening? Davening is a hybrid, right? Davening is a separate issue. Yeah, davening is not learning. But davening, davening, excellent question. What Stan means to ask is, what about davening and I don't understand what I'm saying when I'm davening? Because you've got, you've got things from the Chumash, like verses and, uh, that are from the Chumash, and then mm-hmm. you've got other things that were... God, quote-unquote, added by the rabbis. Right. Um, so it's like a hybrid of, of both. It would seem to be a hybrid, yes, because a lot of sections of davening are just quotes from Sukkim. Some sections of davening are not quoting from anywhere. It's just for- formulated like, you know, the, 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 the Shemona Esrei, right? So, so what about davening? So the qu- I'm going to give the short answer. Short answer. Another time we'll give the long answer. But the short answer is one satisfies his obligation of davening and is davening Tashem and is connecting Tashem through davening even if you have no idea what you're saying so long as you are davening in Lashon HaKodesh in, in the original language that the prayers are composed in by the Anshei Knesset HaKodesh the people that were, you know, predate the, 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 the Mishnais even if you're davening in the authentic original language that the tefillah was composed in so you are considered to be davening even if you don't understand it if you daven in any other language other than Lashon HaKadosh, then you're only davening if you understand what you're saying. That's the short answer, okay? And another time we'll explain why that's the case, but that is the short answer. As long as if I'm davening Lashon HaKadosh, I'm, I'm, I'm connecting Hashem through davening, I'm not davening, even if I don't understand it. If it's any other language, and you are, the most sections of tefillah can be said in any language, then uh, I have to understand what I'm saying. So, let's go on. Let's wrap up this paragraph. Um... And that's Higayin. So the Higayin component of Talmud Torah is saying the words. And saying the words is considered learning, is considered Talmud Torah, is considered Dveikos with Hashem, is getting Shef and Kedusha without any understanding. On the other hand, there's also the Hashol, the understanding element of learning. When I understand what I'm learning, when I understand Torah, then weiter I'm infused with godliness, I'm in the radiance of Hashem, I'm getting Kedusha from Hashem through and via my understanding of Torah, when I can process. There's different levels and, and, and different different um, uh, aspects 
of the shefa, of the, of the radiance that I get through understanding. It's not like all or nothing. It's not one constant. Like all other types of radiance and, and shefa and brach that Hashem gives, that is measured, it's gradiated. The a level of Kedusha that I get both through understanding Torah and even through saying Torah depends on the, the, the uh, level of involvement. According to Hashem, so it most fit to, to establish and to, you know, the parameters that Hashem created Torah with. One type of speech, one type of saying Torah can be one type of Hashbah. Another type of speech, I'll get a different type of Okay, so too with understanding. When I process, one type of understanding will give me one type of shefa, another will give me another type of shefa. Any involvement of Torah, any degree of Torah, even the lowest aspect of the lowest form of Torah, the, the most minimal aspect of just reading the words of Torah is going to give me some degree and some access to the highest form of Hashem Shefa. We said Torah gives me the highest form of radiance, the highest form of Kedusha, the highest form of elevation, much more than any of the mitzvahs. It's in a different realm because, again, it's clinging on to, and maybe even more than just clinging on to Hashem's wardrobe, so to speak. See, even the smallest amount of Talmud Torah is it going to be more hashpah than, than the highest mitzvah? That's what the Ramchal is saying. As long as I do it with the proper requirements. And again, that refers to am I in the proper state of preparation? Is the environment, is the room, the right room? Am I the right me? Am I in the right state? And is my setting in the right state? Okay. That brings us to the end of Bayes. There's still a lot to speak out over here. Maybe we'll continue with that tomorrow. But I want to throw out something, you know, a food for thought um, idea for the Oilam just to uh, let this marinate a little bit between today and tomorrow. When are we going to cook? When are you going to tomorrow? tomorrow we're gonna now we're going to let it marinate for the next 24 hours. Tomorrow grill. Stan's going to cook it for us. We need a grill. Stan's got us taken care of. So what, what I want to let marinate and percolate. Percolate, if you don't want to let it marinate, let it percolate at least, okay? The Ramchal makes it clear that there's two types of learning. There's speech-related learning and there's thinking-related learning. Something th- seems to be missing over here. And and Haloy and, Dovrhu, um, there seems to be uh, uh, something which is conspicuous due to its absence. We know that um, all of our activity always exists on three levels. There's three, you know, the, the mystics, the Kabbalists, and the, the, um, the, the, the Jews who st- shoot straight from the hip. The Pashtonim always tell us that we as Jews exist, we're active, we're busy, always, everything we do exists on three different levels. What are those three levels? Always, Machshava, Dibur, and Maisa. Thought, speech, and action. Always. Everything we do is some combination of the three, one of the three, all the three different levels. But what we do, where we're, we're busy, where we're active, is always on three levels. Machshava, Dibur, and Maisa. We have two types of learning. Speech-related learning and thought-related learning. What's very interesting over here is it's clear that Higayin and Haschala are lining themselves up on, on, on the upper two levels of our existence. 
Speech relay learning, that's, that's Dibur. We can learn through Dibur. Haschala is through Machshava. We can learn through thought. Why isn't there an element, an aspect of Torah through Maisa also? Why don't we have all three? We find all three everywhere, right? Machshava, Dibur, Maisa. Machshava, Dibur, Maisa. So how come there isn't Torah in Maisa as well? There could be, right? If there can be Torah through Dibur, there can be Torah through Machshava. Let there be somehow Torah through Maisa. But there's no Torah through Maisa. Torah is only on level one and level two. There's no Torah on level three. Conspicuous due to its absence. What's the Pshan that Rabbi says? So we'll continue with this tomorrow. Speak out a few more things tomorrow, and we will go weiter tomorrow. And we should hear very good news today and tomorrow and always, right? The, again, the Bechirois elections should be gefeared with, with tremendous yat both for Achenu Beis Yisrael that are, that are uh, in Eretz Yisrael, and as a Shemiz Barach, the elections over here, the Achenu Beis Yisrael that are Dorim Beir Hazois and Artsais Habris should be gefeared with just. Siat the Shmai with Hadracha with with a lot of Shef and Bracha.